Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future. I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you.
are entering the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's biggest Trump supporters. Climb aboard and buckle up your seatbelt because this is a wild ride. Nothing but unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega.
everybody. Thank you for listening listening to the Rory Sodder Show. I'm Rory Sodder, your host. Happy Friday. It is so good to be back with you. <coughs> we last did a show on Tuesday. It was a fantastic show. We had the uh, famous and great Brandon Tatum on, on, uh, on our show. Great interview. It was, it was great having him on. He's got so much great insight. Um, it was definitely a fun show. And uh, to everybody that tuned in, thank you. Um, I'm gaining more and more listeners. <coughs> we now have listeners, I mean, as I've said, uh, in different countries, and that the listener base keeps growing in various places. So I'm glad the word is getting out um, for my show and everybody's spreading it. And, uh, you know, new people are listening every show. So thank you all. It's a huge blessing. Um, I, I can't thank you all enough. I mean, I mean, God, God bless you all. Um, we have a huge show today. There's a lot to talk about, a lot going on in the media. Um, I just want to say I hope you, I hope you all are having a good Friday. Uh, it's, the weekend is here. Uh, it's such a relief. Um, it's been a long week, I'm sure, for a lot of you. So, uh, you know, it's always, a, it's always that great feeling uh, once the weekend hits. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's, let's get into the show. Um, we sure have a hell of a lot to talk about today. Um, I have people calling in. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff planned. Um, we have Josh Bernstein going to be calling in today. We have um, Steve Emery from Bikers for Trump. We got Mike Zolo. Um, you know, there's just a lot of different people that will be calling in. Um, I do have a caller on the line right now, though, um, that I'd like to take. Um, let's see. Hello, thank you for calling the Rory Sauter Show. How are you? This is Rory Sauter. Who am I speaking hmm. with? Rory, how are you? This is Mike from New York. Oh, Mike from New York. Mike from New York. How are you? Um, uh, doing, Mike. doing fine. Excellent. Mike, uh, what's, your, what's your last name? Uh, I'd rather keep it off the, the Internet for doing the last name. But I, I don't want to – I don't know. I, I, I mean, I've heard of stories of people accessing all sorts of information even through blog talk. So I, I'll just – we'll keep it with Mike. You know, okay, I'm in no Westchester. I'm, I'm about 45 minutes to an hour north of uh, New York City over here in New York yeah. and a very conservative, one of the few conservatives – there aren't that many of us. Many have left the state since 2013 with the gun laws that have been passed over here by Cuomo, the SAFE Act and everything. A lot of people have just given up. Apathy's kicked in, and a lot of people just they said to hell with it and they left. So, but there are some of us still trying to fight the fight and hold our ground. It's not easy. No, it isn't. And, and you, know, you know, the thing about it um, is you live, obviously, you know this. The, the state of New York is a, is a total... Uh, disaster uh, because you know you got Cuomo, you got Blasio. I mean, these guys are so evil and so leftist. Um, it's it, yeah. it's re, it's like it's so un-American. Like it, it's to the point where I mean, where we live, you know, New York, California. These states, it's like a fucking third world country. I mean, the way they're exactly. running their policies and the, the way they're putting illegal immigrants before us, 
fucking Americans. Excuse my French, but it, every day, oh, you're right. you know, it, you know, every day this kind of shit makes me so damn upset. Tell you that it's all polit- it's all political for the left. I mean, these people, how do they sleep with themselves at night? How do they? How do they live with them, themselves? I mean, it is as anti-American as I've I've never seen anything like what's going on, uh, you know, with 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 these governors and with these mayors protecting illegal immigrants and trying to keep making excuses of why they should be breaking the law and being here. And you know, it's it's a bunch of crock of shit. And you know, people are fed up. I mean, we have the I we have the best president in history in office right now. And he's doing unbelievable yeah. things, and uh, I'm I'm I every day, you know, you know, waking up and having Trump as my president is like a god. It's like Christmas. It's fucking Christmas, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. And and seeing the changes that he's making and everything is driving them nuts. And what's the funny thing to watch though is <clears throat> when you corner these liberals and they have no other place to go, and which they are, they're being yeah. cornered right now. They're exposing yeah. themselves more and more, and their agenda and everything is coming. It's coming to the top. They used to be able to hide a lot easier behind the curtain, so we never knew really who was pulling the strings. But now, when we see stuff yeah. like uh, how YouTube is going after, they've been going after um, conservative talk show uh, programs that have been put on YouTube. Uh, Facebook yeah. has been going after deleting, uh, you know, even gun any any of the any of the pages that, that have anything stuff, to do with man. firearms. And it's coming out in the open. Now we're seeing them for who they are. You know, they yeah, lost the podium. And, uh, yeah, it, they lost it, the microphone. All that and that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's all that stuff, and it's ridiculous. And I and I just want to say, um, uh, I got another caller on the air. I'm keep I'm keeping you on. Don't worry. But um, right, my, right. is this Mike from uh, New Jersey? No, from New York. Yeah, man. No, no, no. It's okay, me. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Oh, okay. So he so he could probably relate to um you know Mike so some of the stuff that you know because New Jersey's the same way with the political I mean it's the same sort of disaster you got Bill uh what what's it what's the Phil Murphy I think his name is and he's exactly no, like Murphy. Cuomo Phil Murphy. yeah Phil Phil Murphy I said Phil Murphy and he's exactly like Cuomo he's exactly like Blasio evil leftist policies and what's really scaring me. And bothering me is that these leftist governors and mayors are defying President Trump and federal laws, which is totally, I mean, it's, it's against the, it's against everything America stands for. Well, let me tell you, in New Jersey, Phil Murphy is, first of all, you know, I didn't like Christie. But this guy, Phil Murphy, is just a disaster. <laughs> this guy is a disaster. Let me tell you something. Ice, Ice was looking for this illegal alien, okay? And this illegal alien yeah. took cover in a church, and Phil Murphy protected him, essentially. I, I, I think they got him, uh, got the illegal now. But, I mean, what world am I living in where, where governors are, are, are going against the federal government and, and protecting illegal aliens? Listen, Rory, you know me, man. I tell you all the time, you know, every show I tell you, New Jersey is a liberal cesspool. Thankfully, it's not as bad as California, but this new governor, yeah. is, is he is a disgrace. He wants to make New Jersey a sanctuary state, okay? Uh, the whole state, he wants uh, a sanctuary state. He just, he just did this big thing with guns 
where he took all of like advertising and all that stuff out for, for firearms. He is a leftist and he is a disaster. It's scary. It's a scary war. It's a scary world. I mean, you know, my, uh, Mike, uh, um, Mike from New York, cause we've got two mics on the phone. We got Mike from New Jersey and we got Mike from New York on, but Mike yep. from New York, um, you said you live in the Westchester area. From my understanding, that's one of the uh, very few conservative areas in uh, in New York. Is that true? Yeah, it's it's mostly liberal. We're all numbered here heavily, depending on what section you're in. We're all numbered like four to one. Okay, uh, yeah, I know West. I know Westchester is like middle to upper class, and it's you know a very nice area. I had a friend that was from uh, Westchester, New York. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, well. You know, and we were just, we're right above Mordor. I mean, as you drive south, the closer you get, you can actually see it gets darker. And you see the orcs riding on the horses. It gets just like in the movies. <laughs> yeah. closer, closer, closer you get to Manhattan, uh, it's well, another I'll planet. T- I'll but, tell you. Go ahead, man. I'm you know, sorry. Go ahead. These guys get away with, they get away with what they're doing, whether it's in New Jersey or New York, because nobody has the money to use the machine against them. They know how to manipulate the machine, the courts. So they'll pass these stupid, these retarded, these insane laws because they know that who has the money to take us to court to challenge it. Now, eventually, somebody's going to show up and money will show up to challenge it and it will be heard in court. Now, if we lose, that's okay. We'll rewrite it and put it in a different, but in the meantime, we got five or ten years run out of that until the courts told us, no, that's illegal, you can't do that. Oh, sorry, and they'll move on yeah, and they'll it, change it. It's, it's a game. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I'm starting to say that New York, New Jersey, and California, they're just lost causes. They're being, they're, you know, the liberal, liberalism has fully exploded in those three states in particular. Yes. And um, I, I would say California's gone. I mean, California's gone. Uh, New York, uh, you know, other than upstate, it's pretty much gone. Um New Jersey is just a liberal cesspool as well. well so the I, cities, the cities upstate, uh, New York, are, are pretty well gone. But a lot of the rural areas, just, people are moving out. They're leaving, unfortunately. I mean, no, you're you're right, couple. you're right. And it's crazy because the cities they're so populated, and all these Democrats they don't even know what the hell they're doing. They just keep voting for Democrats. Nothing changes, and they'll never ever vote Republican. So the problem I see it is. It's again. There's great people in New York, New York, and New Jersey, but in the whole scam of things, in the in the whole scene of things, it seems like it seems like a lost cause. It'll never it'll never go red. It, you know, it's just it's just these cities have just they they silenced our voices. You know, you know where I live, Trenton and and New Brunswick and Camden, all these cities. I mean, they vote like eighty percent Democrat. It, it, it's it's sickening. It's like you can't even. It's like, like you said, it's like four to one. They out, they outnumber us four to one. So, you know, thankfully Trump, thankfully, thank God Trump, uh, you know, is better than every other candidate who's ever run. And he won Wisconsin, you know, he won Iowa, he won Pennsylvania, he won Michigan, he won Ohio, Florida. I mean, Mitt Romney couldn't even win Ohio. So we're in good, good, good hands with Donald Trump. But um, the liberal, I mean, and the best thing about Trump for me is that Trump just exposes the left. I mean, these liberals are like, they're like rats. Like, you can't get yep. rid of them. 
And, and Donald Trump just he, – he makes the crazy come out of them. I mean everything he yeah. says, it, it's like it's – like, honestly, I think he does half of it on purpose just to get them riled up. I mean take a look at the media. I mean the media is just out of control. All I it, mean at this point, CNN tweet, and MSNBC – Absolutely. It's over a tweet. I mean at this point, <laughs> CNN and MSNBC – are, are seriously enemies to the American people. They are advocating yeah. for the removal yeah. of a duly elected president. So people need to understand that as well. Oh, yeah. And, and here's the thing about that, is that we've never seen so much hostility and aggressiveness and evil and violence towards any president ever. I mean, I mean like this president has received. I mean, it's, I mean, he, I mean, it's some of the things that he has gone through and, you know, it, it's, it's beyond horrific. So what, what the house people have treated him? Well, I'm going to say this right now. I know, I mean, look, take a look at what Donald Trump has accomplished. He beat 16 Republican it's, candidates. Okay. Yep. Then he beat the He's billion complete. dollar witch. Hillary Clinton. Yep. yep. Okay. And, and he fulfilled. And he, yeah, and he fulfilled eighty percent of his agenda within one year. One year, right? I mean, look, look. Remember the Access Hollywood tape that Trump said he likes to grab woman, grab women, or whatever. That was all guys talk like that. I'm other, so sick of people bringing that up. I know it's it's so lame. Like, but the truth is, any other politician or candidate would have been destroyed by that, but not Donald Trump, because I of believe course, yeah. God, yep. God is on Donald Trump's side, and we oh, rose yeah. up, oh, and yeah. we elected this man. It's basically, basically, <clears throat> it, it feels like Donald Trump is untouchable. I mean, literally, nothing can stop him. Invincible. You know? yep. he, he truly is invincible, and, you know, I know, like, you know, I don't want to bring this up, because we'll probably talk about it later, Rory, but... um. I, yeah. I look, uh, you know me, man. I'm a right wing, I, I'm conservative, nationalist, yeah. and so is yeah. Ann Coulter, man. But she is just getting on my nerves. I can't stand her anymore. Oh, I'm getting to her. I'm gonna talk about that. She's acting. She's acting out of fucking control, man. I mean, she, she has. And um, Steve, wait, Steve, you're on the line, right, buddy? I am, Roy. Good to be on the show tonight. Steve What's from up, Bikers Steve? for Trump, everybody. What's up, guys? Good job, Steve. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, you guys talking about Ann Coulter? Yes, Ann Coulter, man. She's saying some uh, pretty disturbing stuff, but you know what? She's off the fucking wall, man. She's trying to say she's going to take on Trump in 2020. She's trying to say impeach (laughs) him. She's saying all this stupid shit, and I'm I'm sick of Ann Coulter, man. She said impeach him. I never heard her say impeach him. Is that – did you – Fact check that. Oh, that she said that quote unquote. I'll tell you right no now. No kidding. I, I saw one tweet. There was, I think there were two tweets, okay? But the one that I saw said Donald Trump said um, he'll never sign a bill like this again. And she said it doesn't matter because he'll be impeached. Yep, that's basically exactly what she's saying. Yeah, basically saying not the Democrats. She's just, she's basically saying she's so disappointed in Trump. You know, every day she'll tweet, oh, 
How many how many miles of the wall did Trump get done today? Meanwhile, it'll be a day where Trump got done like twenty things. She's she's off the wall, fucking nuts. Yeah, like the news that came out today, Roy, about McDonald's uh, providing yep. four hundred thousand employees uh, scholarship yep. benefits uh, yep. because of the tax cuts. Every day yep. there's something amazing coming out, and yeah, so every day, man, and I keep that. saying. Yeah, I keep saying that on my show. Every every show, every single day, Donald Trump has a new accomplishment fulfilled. He has something new every he's day. delivering for the American people that is going to be day. lucrative for our long term future. You know. But but Rory, and that's and this look, we love that. That's great. But yeah. Ann Coulter never mentions that. I mean, it's like it's like no. she's intentionally she's like ignoring the media everything. in a sense. Yes. It's, yeah. it's, it's getting to the tries, point where and she I she tries can't. to say Mitt Romney, she tries to say Mitt Romney had a better immigration plan. Bullshit. Wait, He's a rhino. Wait, 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 he wait, didn't wait, have wait. You guys need to understand that Ann Coulter, her ratings are driven by conflict. You guys need to know what she's about. Um, no, you know, you're right, oh, yeah. you're right. I understand. No, but I just want to say she, something. I just want to set the record straight right now. Okay. In 2012, Ann Coulter, okay, supported Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan overwhelmingly. She said they were the best two candidates in American history since Reagan, especially on immigration. By the way, in in 2012, they were still rhino establishment hacks that wanted open borders, okay? Then, then in 2013, I believe, she backed Mitch McConnell over Matt Bevin, okay? And then in 2016, two years ago, she said on a radio show, I I forget who she was talking to, but I have the tape. She said, I don't like any of these candidates. I'm trying to, I'm in the middle of uh, trying to talk to Mitt Romney to get him to run again, okay? And then she said, if he can't run, I'm going to go with Christie. Chris Christie. I live in New Jersey, and Chris Christie is the definition of a rhino. So Ann Coulter needs to step back. I understand what she's trying to do and what her whole game is. I get it. But she, she's acting like the left. Listen, you can criticize Trump. You know, that's fine. But once you start acting like the left, you're giving them ammunition, and you're dividing the base, and she, she ought to be ashamed of herself. That's what she's doing, too, and that's what upsets me. I know she's in the conflict, and that's how she gets ratings, but she's crossed the line this time. You know, she's hurting our president. She, she is. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. And, 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 here, and here's the thing about her is that, you know, when she says shit like that, says stuff like that, um, it's dangerous because, then the liberals use it as, um, you know, they they, they use that to their advantage. Well, well, let me they give you a perfect do. example. CNN the other day, after Ann Coulter did these tweets, I saw on Twitter. <clears throat> excuse me. CNN had a uh, tweet. Had a, had an article. The the far right, you know, Trump's immigration base, which is bullshit. Everyone who supports Trump. You don't have to be far right to want a wall, okay? But they say they're starting to get – they feel betrayed by him. And then they have Ann Coulter's fucking tweet sitting right there, and it's just a distraction, and it's dividing the base. 
because you have some people who support Ann Coulter and Donald Trump, but now they're siding with Ann Coulter. That is a mistake, you, and what she's Roy, doing is Roy, dividing you, the base. Do you see how that increased her ratings? That's what I was talking about. She knows how to play ratings. That's what she's doing. You're right. She doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a exactly. shit. Exactly. No. Now, and another, uh, one more thing about Ann Coulter is, you know, for all this talk of like, oh, you know, the wall's not up yet. You know, look, the wall is coming, I promise you, and you're going to feel really stupid. I mean, she knows it's coming because she's playing Oh, there game, was an announcement but- today. There was an announcement today I want to tell everybody on the show that the wall is officially, it's, it's happening in the next couple of weeks, construction. It's already stuck. I mean, it's already starting. It's, it's happening. So I, I don't know what the liberal media is trying to feed their audience all this, you know, stupid crap that it's not going to happen. I mean, it is happening. Absolutely. And by the way, just this is off topic, but they keep saying Mexico won't pay for the wall. Let me tell you something. Mexico is going to pay for the wall, I guarantee you. Okay? One Whether way or another. Remi- That's One right. Through a trade deal or through some, some sort of economic – uh, you know, Rory, way. I mean, they will. Rory, all, Rory, all you have to do is strangle them with trade. Strangle them exactly. with trade, and they'll yeah. they'll pay for it in a heartbeat. Okay. Strangle them with trade. Cut off the benefits exactly. for legal immigration. There's a million ways for them to pay for it. The remittances, oh, yeah. all the money these met, these illegals send over. So it's going to happen. And Ann Coulter is hurting herself. I understand her ratings are going up right now and everything, and that's good for her. But I'm telling you right now, as a, as a Trump supporter, she has crossed the line, like you said, Steve, but now it's getting to the point where it's like she hasn't even given him credit for one thing. I mean, it's absolutely... She's always bitching about something on Twitter. I follow her, and she, she annoys the fuck out of me sometimes because it's I complete gibberish that comes out of her mouth. I mean... She hasn't praised Trump in a long time. I will say that. But that's that's my point. Listen, listen. I understand yeah. the game she's playing. Look, yeah. I want a wall. It's not there yet, but it's coming. I guarantee you Donald Trump will get right. the wall, and it's going to start like you just said. But my point is Ann Coulter is doing something extremely, extremely dangerous. She is dividing yeah. the base. I'm not saying she's going to succeed in it, but I'm telling you there are going to be some people who are saying – Wait, well, Ann's got a point. You know, people who aren't as involved and, you know, pay attention as much as we do, and they're going to start getting fooled by this. In the end, it won't matter because Trump's going to build the fucking wall. But what I'm saying is she's dividing the base, and for that alone, she ought to be ashamed of herself, and she is giving complete ammunition to the left to destroy Trump and to make it seem like his base is in shambles. And in reality, his base is the most loyal base in American history. We're not going anywhere, and Ann Coulter needs to pipe down. She needs to calm down because now it's getting ridiculous. I'm done with her. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is. Truly is. Well said, Mike. Thank you. Here, by the way, I want to It's ridiculous. By the way, I want to play you guys a clip real quick. Um, the the evil witch, uh, smelly, crooked Hillary Clinton is at it again, and she's uh, she's continuing to she's continuing to uh, blame sexism, and she can't she just can't get over it. A year and a half later, the 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 why I mean it, it's still 
victim stance, no accountability. Um, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, imagine if Trump did this if he lost. I mean, the, the media would be all over him. Or, yeah, I mean, it's so – it's ridiculous. And even Democrats are telling her to shut up and you go gotta, away, but she won't. got to come up with something. Russia, Here we go. Listen, listen to this clip. <laughs> listen to this clip. One, two. You've just spoken eloquently about the sexism, the misogyny, and inequity around the world. But do you believe it exists here still? Here we go. You've just spoken eloquently about the sexism, the misogyny, and inequity around the world. But do you believe it exists here still? And do you think... <laughs> Do you think? Were you a victim of this? Why do you think you lost the majority of the white female vote? The security moms, the people who want to be protected from the kinds of challenges you're talking about right, right now. Right. Well, you know that the book's coming out in the fall. Um, but we're just, to, just to give you just to give you a tiny little preview. Uh, Yes, I do think it played a role. I think other things did as well. Every day that goes by, we learn more about uh, some of the uh, unprecedented interference, including from a foreign power whose leader uh, is not a member of the fan club. And so I think it is, a, it is real. It is uh, very much a part of the um, landscape politically and socially and economically um, you know, oh an my example God. of having to do with me personally <laughs> is this whole question of equal pay. You know, we just had Equal Pay Day in April, which is how long women oh have God. to work past the first of the year to make the equivalent of what men make the prior year in comparable uh, professions. That's the multimillionaire. We know it's a problem in our country. It's not something that exists somewhere <laughs> far away. It exists right here. And it's really troubling to me that we are still grappling with how to deal in a, an economy uh, to a, uh, ensure that people who do the work that this is expected of them be get paid fairly and equally. So, yes, there are many, many uh, representations of that, many kinds of uh, examples of that. Uh, and, yes, it was a role in this election, and I will have uh, a lot to say about it. And I think that it is something that um, whatever your political party, whatever your particular uh, ideological bent, you have a stake as a woman and a man, to go back to your very first comment, uh, in ensuring that the promise of equality that we hold out and the efforts that so many women and men have made over the decades to secure it uh, don't go backwards. And I think we're not just at a stalled point, I think we are potentially going backwards. Jesus fucking, can you believe this woman? That was an overclip, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that was just the other day. She keeps repeating herself. That was actually yesterday. <laughs> you know, it's interesting to watch that this, the Democratic Party itself, as we know it, is falling apart. At the seams, it's, it's just... They're falling apart, and they're well, starting to go after each other. There's no main central control now. Did you, did you notice who's running? Who said he's willing to toss his hat in the ring to run for president? Eric Holder. There were three uh, articles on there, and they had to, uh, now of all the. He's got no man, chance. Let him run. 
No, he's got no chance at all. But see, in their minds, their agenda, these people are fanatics. Their agenda becomes their religion. And they're convinced. That's right. They brainwash themselves that they are in the right and that we are the idiots. We are the Duck Dynasty people. Well, what they miss, they didn't count on, and they ran into it, and they met it firsthand at the last election when Trump got in, was the anger that they've spawned. The amount of anger that's out there in America today, and, and you don't see it on the street corner, because it's ma and pa kettle, the ones who vote. But that anger, why you have these trans-testicle bathrooms and everything else and all this other shit jammed down our throat, well, I'll Chase tell you what. Dicks, man. That's it, man. So uh, times have changed now, and people, and they don't know what to do. So now she has to create a new voter base for herself, and she's really pushing the thing about the women and the women this, and she's trying her best to do damage control on something that they don't know what direction to aim in because they lost everywhere. Everything that I they mean, touched turns sour. It, it, Mike, Mike, you're absolutely right. Mike from New York, you're absolutely right. Yep. And, and here's, the th- here's the thing about it. I mean, th- there hasn't been a good Democrat since John F. Kennedy. I mean, there really hasn't. If you and, and if JFK was alive today, he would be appalled at the Democratic Party. Um, well, you know, I mean, look, look who, look who they turned to. Look who the Democrat Party turned to. I didn't mean to cut you off, Rory, but look who they turned to. No worries. Stormy Daniels, David Hogg. I mean, this is who. <laughs> I mean, I mean, skin and bones, communist in the making, David Hogg, Stormy Daniels, Hogg. a porn star, a you know, a dis- disgraceful woman. And Maxine Waters, whose IQ is probably 65. So this is the Democrat <laughs> Party. So, so look, they can march in the streets. They, you know, the Democrats, all these liberals, they're like zombies. They run around the streets, hold up their dumb signs, their meaningless <laughs> signs. And, and, you know, they can keep pushing transgender bathrooms and all this transgenderism crap down our throats. But it's not going to matter in 2020 because Donald Trump is going to win re-election. And I promise you, he is going to win bigger, bigger than he won in 2016. And it's going to, he's going to win like Reagan did. And it's going to happen again. And the media is going to be shook. They're going to be out of their minds. The Democrats aren't going to know where to turn because the Democrats yep. won't admit they, won't, they have no idea what's going on. And they won't admit that their party is dead. And, and basically, I the mean, Republican think, Party is dead. Except Donald think Trump. About, think, yeah, ahead, I mean, Mike you're, absolute, Mike, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Democrats, they're – I mean, they want Joe Biden to be – I mean, Joe Biden is their main – maybe their main guy that might run. That's how pathetic they are and out of touch. And with reality, they are. They got pedophile Joe, you know, maybe their front runner. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but this is – but this – look, look, look. The Democrat Party is going – look, th- this is who they are, okay? The Joe Bidens, the Hillary Clintons, yeah, some, some Democrats might be saying, Hillary, shut up. But in the end, if she ran, yeah. they would support her 100%. They, <laughs> oh, they yeah. are all together. And look, look, at the end of the day, the Democrats are going to get massacred in 2020. There is no chance that Donald Trump loses in 2020. Russia this, Russia that, march down the yep. streets, it doesn't matter. Middle America and the right wing, us who support Trump and middle America, okay, are, we are disgusted 
with the behavior of these zombie-like, brain-dead liberals constantly yep. protesting about transgenderism and feminism. It's just, look, they're pushing their communist agenda, and most Americans yep. don't like it. It's irritating, it's annoying, and it's, and it's lame. So, look, they're going to lose. No, and look, yep, and it's and no, the what they're doing is no different than terrorism, and I totally agree with you. Trump's going to totally annihilate as a Democrat in 2020. It's over. And look, look, I mean, what are the Democrats going to say even in a couple months? When they go to their campaign rallies with the 20 people that show up, it's all going to be anti-Trump, hate Trump. They have no, they have no message. But then what are they going to say? No, you're totally right. But then what are they going to say when somebody says who's a Democrat who watches some sort of – who has some sort of brain says, hey, why didn't any of you, not one of you Democrats, voted for a tax cut for me? What are they going to say? Oh, we, we hate Trump, so that's why we didn't vote for it. Look, they have no right. results. All they are are yeah. obstructionists. They are communists. The new Democrat Party today knows the results of their policies. It's anti-American and it's Marxism. The old Democrat yep. Party, okay, they might have intended well, but their policies were still trash. Today, it's, 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 it's trash, okay? That's the okay. difference, okay? It's garbage. In all fairness, Go ahead. I, don't think there's, I don't think there's a Republican Party or Democratic Party even alive today. Neither one. It's the really Trump party, right. man. Yeah, it's, Trump it's has... basically it's basically constitutional patriots versus the globalist elites. There's no parties left. I mean, you're absolutely, you know, for you're the absolutely sake of, right. For the sake of registration needs, there is, but that's it. It's globalist, exactly. the socialist agenda versus these patriotic Americans who believe in the founding fathers' principles of a free republic. It's them you've versus got the old, us. The old-timers, you've got the old-timers of the Republican Party and the old-timers, the diehards of the Democrats that are sitting there scratching their heads going, what did we do, what did we create, how can we fix this to keep control? Because both of them basically have lost the podium. Both of them have. And because of the amount of anger that's out there and pride in America and what, what the hell did we allow to take over? Because we turned our backs on this for our own apathy because we were too busy picking up little Billy from school and going to dinner and we had this to do and we, and we didn't pay attention to what was going on in government. And now the result, this. This. Those people took this over. Is the result. And we ended up with Common Core exactly. and everything else jammed down our throat all at once. Well, well do you guys remember? Change. Do you guys remember in the in the last day of the election of uh, campaigning, right? The day before the election, Donald Trump wasn't in Florida. He wasn't in Ohio. He was in Michigan, a Democrat state. And I remember the media saying, "What is he doing in Michigan? He's not going to win." Yeah, Michigan. said he is wasting it's, it's his totally, time. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. He's wasting his time. It's a totally blue state. What is he doing? Because they didn't see. They didn't. They don't know. They didn't see what's going on. And what was going on was the silent majority was rising and awakening. And they saw Donald Trump, and we saw Donald Trump as our guy, our champion. And they will never understand this because Trump is going to win Pennsylvania, Michigan again. And but this time yep. they'll campaign there. Hillary, Hillary thought she had it in the bag. They'll campaign there this time, but it's not going to matter because 99% of Trump voters are are going to stay with him. I guarantee you. Yeah, of I course. think they are. I think you're right. Here, I want to play. I want to play another clip of why the Democrats um, are not gonna are not gonna have any luck in 2018 or 2020 with victories. Here's Larry King making 
probably one of the dumbest fucking states. And I, you know what? I'll admit some of Larry King's work in the past years ago was great. You know, him and Trump were friends for a long time, and Larry King yeah, does some good interviews. Oh, like, oh yeah, he's a very he's very liberal. Very, I mean, this leftist ideology is dangerous. But I want just listen to what this guy said, and he is this like this. This is what this is what the Democrats want to do. Like, what, like look, this is why voters are going away from them. Listen. Retired Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens is advocating. I favor, I favor changing the second amendment. Well, he's saying repeal the second amendment. Yeah, repeal it. Right in, right in. You think so? It's poorly written. Can't we just. Sure. So you'd like to just rewrite it. What they mean by militia. Right. The people. You know who saw the second amendment? was southern senators so they could ward wow. off slaves. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Is that true? Read the history. I don't have time right now. Can you just give me a brief background? No, started eventually. They won in other areas, but Southern senators started it so they could repel slave uprisings. Oh, okay. So in that they regard, wanted, they, did, they wanted to be able to protect themselves against black. Yeah, correct. That's Second Amendment terrible, and the NRA is the worst. No. That's a complete lie. Where's the empty? If you like. Jesus, can you believe that? Repeal the Second Amendment. Unbelievable. And what he said was a complete lie. Yeah, it is a lie. I mean, where the hell did he get that story from? To repel rebellion slaves? Is that what they said? That's a lie. (laughs) He said it was invented. The Second Amendment was invented for slavery protection. That's insane. Larry King, look, what what Larry King just advocated for, what he openly just said, repeal the Second Amendment, is what every Dangerous. single politician that is a Democrat wants. Every Democrat voter that you see that keeps saying, oh, we don't want to take away the Second Amendment, that is what every single, what every single one of these liberals truly thinks. They want the Second Amendment gone. They want all guns gone. They want them confiscated. And what Larry King just said is what they truly believe. Uh, I didn't think Larry King was that moronic, but apparently he is yeah. far left, and he is hey, are you a gentlemen, Are you gentlemen familiar with Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals? Absolutely. Okay, yep. then you know. Then you know this is all part of the agenda. I think. I think you know under the eight rules, uh, the, the eight levels of control to create a socialist state and rules for radicals. Uh, you know, you've got you've got to take over education, and, and, and your your guests already said it, Common Core, you got to take over health care, Obamacare. Everything's been completed except number four, which is the gun grab. It's right. It's yep. all part of this socialist agenda. Absolutely. Crazy. And, and, what I, and I totally agree with you. All I was saying was we all know, you know, the Democrat Party. The and it's politics. communism. You're right, Roy. It's communism, man. It's communism. It, re- it, re- it, re- it really is. I mean, it's no, it's no different. I mean, the, I mean and that's, it's just, it's evil. I mean, it's evil, evil, evil. It's as evil as it gets. But I just want to say real quick, what I was, what I was saying as well was, uh, Steve is totally right that that's what the Democrat uh, politicians want. But what I was saying was your average Democrat voter you know, these people 
they truly want the Second Amendment gone as well. And a lot of them are saying, no, 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 just like the politicians. They are on the same boat. All these voters, all these leftists, they want it gone. And Larry King just admitted it. Yeah, it's because they've been lied to. They've been indoctrinated. They've been indoctrinated with misinformation. Brainwashed. It's right. I, I think I think myself. I think the liberals. Are, there's there's an under underlying. It's like the same thread that goes through all of these liberals. They do not. They fear anything that has the ability to tell them no. They yep. do not like exactly. the courts. They don't like the judges. They don't like law enforcement. They don't like. They have no respect for any of it because it could tell them no. These spoiled brats. These arrogant pieces of shit that are out there. If something like the Second Amendment, that's a big no. That'll stand in their way. They want that out. They don't want anything, Absolutely. any symbol of authority or something else they resent. And you can see the younger ones, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, take to the streets. They have no respect for law, the police, uh, nothing. To them, everything is fluid. And even the Constitution, to them, thugs. is a living in- instrument that, that it can be Absolutely. modified with the way they want to fit their agenda for the day. That's all it is to them. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. They're all thugs, wanna, Black Lives Matter and Antifa. All of them. They all are. I, you know, guys, I want to I wanna switch topics real quick. This is, you know, as you guys know, um, the DOJ Inspector General um, is going to be reviewing uh, the alleged FISA abuse. By now, there's the DOJ, the FBI. Well, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. The, the, the DOJ Inspector General um, will be reviewing the alleged FISA abuses by DOJ and the FBI. Uh, there's a bunch of new stuff to investigate. Um, and, well, you know, Sessions I, disappointed John Hoover, Utah, yeah. Utah uh, U.S. Attorney John Hoover. And he works for Obama, so I'm a little skeptical. He's an Obama holdover, correct. So what 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 well, I'm worried about is this is just another this is not going to go anywhere. You, you've got you've got a guy that used to work for the worst president in history uh, on a case that's very that's very serious. I mean, this whole FISA abuse by the DOJ and the FBI and the whole the whole fix of Hillary, you know, being uh, exonerated and, and wanting her in office, it's discre- It's it's this is so crooked. It's not even funny. Well, I want to I want to say this. I am so damn tired. I'm I am sick and tired, uh, frankly, of all of this talk of investigations and special counsels. You don't need to be a rocket scientist. Look at the text message between Strzok and Page. Okay, these are I was just going to say I was just going to say that there I was just going to say that there's newly uncovered text messages that were released today. Uh, that suggests now possible coordination between high-ranking officials at the Obama White House, the CIA, the FBI, the Justice Department, and former Senator, De- Senator Democratic leadership. I mean, you you got all, I mean, you got everybody. You got you had everybody in on it. God for God's but, sake. But, but Rory, you also I mean, got to remember that there's already been numerous crimes committed. By the likes of whom Aberdeen, her IT people, Comey, and Wiener Boy, her husband. There's so many crimes that have already been committed that under yeah. a grand jury, uh, indictments yeah. will could be handed down right now. 
Why, why is it not happening? That's what yeah, Jeff Sessions. Here, here's what's bothering me, and I've been, I've been, I've been raging in anger, and and I get so I I like get so angry about this stuff. Jeff Sessions just came out and said he will not open Turned a special down. council in the Uranium One or any of Hillary Clinton's stuff. Fire his ass, Trump. Get rid of Mr. Magoo. Get rid of that little shit and get Rudy Giuliani in there. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Well, this is, and here's this is what I was just... Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead, man. Here's something that's really scary. This new uh, U.S. attorney from Utah, John Hoover. Okay. He's a rhino. Everyone's saying, everyone's saying be patient, be patient, but I'm done being patient because the fact of the matter is this one person... All the evidence is there. Hey, he could close this thing and make it, you know, when we've got all the evidence, and overwhelming evidence, this one yes. person could put a standstill to this. That's what scares me. Well, this is what I yeah. was saying. I, I used to say, you know, look, have patience with Sessions. You know, he might be a little slow. But after he turned down to um, appoint a special counsel into Uranium One just a couple of days He's ago. He's in the tank. I am, He's in the fucking tank. I am, you're right. I am done with him. I am sick and tired of, oh, let's do an investigation. Look at the text messages. These are top FBI officials that were saying they, they, they will do anything they can to have Hillary Clinton become the next president and Donald Trump lose. You don't need an investigation for that. You need indictments. This is the, the corrupt anti-American gangsters in the Obama administration, the deep state in the CIA, DOJ, FBI, all of them, NSA, John Brennan, Clapper, all these people, they are all connected. They all tried to stop Donald Trump from becoming president of the United States. The evidence is overwhelming, and I am sick and tired of hearing about special counsels and investigations, indictments right now. Or just, because just if Jeff Sessions could keep dragging this out, they could get the impeachment because they're going to dig up something. And I'm telling you, there's already – I mean – Puma Abedin had classified info. That's a felony. James Comey lied under oath. That's a crime. I mean, there's so many crimes that are indictable, and Jeff Sessions keeps dragging it on. You know why? Because Miller's Rosenstein's advising him. It's crazy. Well, here's here's the thing. Look, look, look. Hillary Clinton got a a congressional subpoena. Okay, to turn over her emails. Then she deleted her emails. Then she had her staff smash her BlackBerry with a hammer. Smash her mobile devices. Okay. Acid Look, wash this, her emails. Bleach bit. Exactly. They're Bleach all crimes. Bit, acid wash. This is crimes. These are crimes. I don't know what else you need to indict this Sessions woman, to indict time people. For Mueller. He's in the tank. I'm telling you. Look, I look fucking he, tank. I'm with you now, man. I mean, I was I was always skeptical of Sessions, and I said, give him a chance. He was loyal. He endorsed Trump. Bum, bum, bum. But now turning down a special counsel to look into Hillary Clinton and the Uranium One deal? Oh, okay. So Jeff Sessions is basically Jeff Sessions is basically saying, hey, this is not a big deal. Hillary Clinton can sell Vladimir Putin 25 percent of uh, U.S. uranium. Not a problem. Are you kidding me? Look, Jeff Sessions needs to be fired because what he's doing is he's giving Mueller more time. You're right. What he's doing, and then Mueller is going to take something and blow it up, and they're going to misconstrue exactly what he's going to do. We all know it. He's going to do it. Yep. You better believe he's going to do it. 
Why Jeff Sessions gave him gave him another three to six months to do it. That's what he just did. And, and you and you guys and here's what bothers me and really makes me you know oh, you know go just just totally uh, I can't fathom why Trump is not I mean I I know the whole loyalty bullshit Jeff Sessions was one of the first people that came out and endorsed Trump but that that's so fucking old that you know what Trump is known to fire people that don't do their job. I can't see Trump keeping uh, uh, Jeff Sessions around much longer. I, I, I see Trump giving him the boot, um, you know, short, shortly. I really do. I don't – I mean, this can only go on for so long where a guy doesn't, where a guy doesn't do his fucking job. I'm sorry. And there's the well, problem also of who, who's he, he going to appoint and how is he going to get a confirmation with – the resistance he's got right now. It's going to be a really big uh, problem, even if he does fire Sessions. Exactly. And then, and then, and then the liberal, then the liberals will try to make up some sort of uh, conspiracy theory and lie that Trump fired Jeff Sessions because Jeff Sessions has secrets on Russia. Yeah, ob- the Democrats will obstruct and obstruct, and whoever Trump chooses to be the new Attorney General, it'll take forever. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mueller's in the in the you know behind the scenes, you know, just making shit up. Something that Trump said or something that Paul Manafort said years ago. They're gonna blow it up, misconstrue it. Look, look. Yep. I think Trump should fire Mueller. I think he should fire him. I, I don't care anymore. Ooh. I am so done Uh-oh. with this. Well, I, I mean, think I, we're you know what? I think I think so too. But at the same time. I know what the I know the backlash that's going to be coming, and it's going to be probably. It, I think those some of those liberals will start a civil war, but who gives a it's shit? It's not we're just the liberals. Who are ready. If, he fire, if he fires Mueller, McConnell, Graham, Ryan, they're all gonna they're all gonna slam them. They you know they're all in the tank too. They're all rhinos. All yep, of they're them. Gonna they're gonna they're, they're gonna jump on yeah, board right. with the left. Yeah, you're right. They'll push oh, for impeachment if he fires them. This is what I say. They Trump will. is they literally will. by himself. He's by himself. We need to get people in there that are going to support him, man. This is Trump. I mean, literally, the guy is a one man. I mean, one man against basically the world. It's absolute yeah. insanity. It is. It is. Hey, and speaking of this, I want to. Uh, I'm going to play. Uh, it's a, it's a highlight clip of Trump's speech yesterday in Ohio, which was fantastic. Did a great job. Uh, his infrastructure plan is fantastic. It's right on point. Uh, it's perfect. Uh, I'm playing this clip though. Two, three. I was always very good at building. It was always my best thing. I think better than being president, I was maybe good at building. Like you people, you're good at building. Yeah, I think maybe we'll be better at President David. That would be that would be good. <laughs> We're moving along very nicely with North Korea. We'll see what happens. Certainly, the rhetoric has calmed down just a little bit. Would you say? Would you say? And we'll see how it all turns out. Maybe it'll be good, and maybe it won't. And if it's no good, we're walking. And if it's good, we will embrace it. We should do well. History says that when you win the presidency, that party doesn't do so well in the midterms because people get complacent. They get complacent. We cannot be complacent. We've got the greatest economy maybe ever, maybe in history. One of the things that wasn't mentioned by the folks in the back 
that we got recently in the bill was uh, school safety. And we've got with the Stop School Violence Act was passed. That's the Sandy Hook people, the great people of Sandy Hook. They wanted it so badly. That was done. We fixed very strongly the background checks. We uh, got rid of the bump stocks. The bump stocks now are under very strict control, which I think everybody agrees it's fine. I really, I have gotten done much more than I promised. I promised certain things. We've done a lot of things that I didn't even promise because I figured it couldn't happen. And by the way, we're knocking the hell out of ISIS. We'll be coming out of Syria like very soon. Let the other people take care of it now. Very soon. Very soon we're coming out. I used to say, keep the oil. We never kept the oil. If we kept the oil, we would have been okay. If we kept the oil, we wouldn't have ISIS. Because you yep. know who kept a lot of the oil? ISIS. I've asked Republicans and Democrats in Congress to come together and deliver the biggest and boldest infrastructure plan in the last half century. I don't think you're going to get Democrat support very much. And you'll probably have to wait till after the election, which isn't so long down the road. First, we'll invest in the American worker. My Council of Economic Advisors estimates that our plan will create up to 400,000 new infrastructure jobs almost immediately. We will completely transform the horrible and costly and broken permitting process. The current permitting system is a disaster. We're going to provide a $50 billion commitment to build infrastructure in rural communities, which are too often left behind. They've been forgotten. Fourth and finally, we'll expand the reach of federal dollars through smart state and local partnerships. We're going to have some really smart partnerships. Perfect. Well said. Well said. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Can't lose faith, you guys. Got to stay at this track. This train is going faster than it's ever gotten, but the mainstream media is trying to play it out like it's not. This 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 movement's gotten bigger. I know that. It's gotten stronger. And you can't argue results, and lum- numbers don't lie. Um, That's right. Yeah, just got to stay. Just got to build our support, man. Got to stay on this Trump train. It's going to be the best but president they- ever you watch. Absolutely. But basically he- what Trump was saying there in the beginning – was don't he was basically saying don't get lazy because he's basically saying when pe- when people that vote for the president and their side wins they usually get lazy oh the, we have the presidency you know he'll get everything done he's basically saying don't get complacent don't be lazy get your ass out there and vote give he's basically asking us for his help we have to provide him with the tools meaning candidates politicians that are going to push his agenda and not the left's the rhinos aren't cutting it. They got to go. They are traitors. Well, this is an unprecedented situation as well, because I think his base, including us, we all know what the ramifications are if we lose the house. So th- this is this is this is unprecedented. We know what's going to happen. Straight to impeachment. Yep. Um, you got so so. Here's something that you know. The liberal media needs to drop the whole Russia collusion bullshit because now, you know, now there's reports out today that Trump had a conversation 
with Putin and said, hey, listen, Vladimir, if you want to have an arms war, let's go right now. And Trump said, I'll win, though. We'll win in two seconds. So uh, Trump has really stuck it to Putin, said, you better back up, motherfucker. Like, he's really, I mean, Trump, and I'm going to tell you, Trump is so fucking authentic and tough, and he has brass giant balls that he intimidates the fuck out of people. I mean, people want to be on his side and not piss him off. Um, well, and, and, he, and, here, and here's the thing. Look at the sanctions he just put on Russia for, uh, you know, what happened with, with that whole poisoning thing with that incident. Obviously, we know Russia retaliated and now expelled 60 U.S. diplomats. So, uh, you know, there's some tension going on between the, the two. So uh, the li- I wonder the liberal media is not really talking about the fight between Putin and Trump, which I find fascinating because their whole fucking narrative all along, I mean, which, you know, actually, I'm not the contradicts yeah. their narrative, contradicts the whole narrative. Exactly. exactly. So, so what you were just saying? Like, yeah, you're Go totally ahead. right. Though Trump, Trump is just. He is a strong – he has a strong persona, you know? Look, Trump doesn't back down to nobody. If this was Obama or Bush, they would back Obama. down to Putin, yeah. okay? Donald yeah. Trump is not yeah. backing yeah. down to anyone. So Trump says, hey, you want an arms race? You will lose in two seconds. I like that yeah. as a president. I like having a president who has balls of steel like that, who stands up for America and doesn't bow down to the, to the globalists and these foreign leaders who take us as jokes because of Barack Obama. I love what Donald Trump Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> and plus he, doesn't, the plus he doesn't change. He doesn't change. Exactly. You know, we, you, you got all these people telling him to stop, quit tweeting, this, that, the other. Nope. Nope. That's right. He the tweeting, does the he tweeting just gets him more popular and, and then more of an advantage. The tweeting is what's brilliant. It's part of the reason he won the election because the tweeting works. It's perfect. It's brilliant. Because he's talking to middle America. That's why. The media won't yep. represent him the right way. So he says, how yep. can I talk to my base? How can I talk to the yep. people who voted for me? Twitter, Facebook. He's a genius. Do you guys know the no number of followers he's got on his Twitter account? What's it, like 29 almost, million, 27 million? No, no, more than that, man. He's almost at 50 million now. Yeah, that's a lot of people to reach in one tweet. Bypass man, when the he, whole media. Hey, you bypass when he, the whole media. <laughs> absolutely. When, he tweets, when he tweets, the tweet will be up for a minute, and he'll have 5,000 retweets in one minute. That is insane, but he knows that's the only way that he can speak to his base. Look, when Trump tweets, he's not tweeting to the Democrats. He is tweeting to his base. That's his way of communicating with us and telling us what he wants. Whatever's on his mind, that's why he tweets. The media will not represent him fairly ever, and he knows that, so he went a different route. Any other president would never tweet like he does. They would never say stuff like he does. Because Donald Trump gives the middle finger to political correctness on a daily basis, and that's one of the big reasons why why he won. Yep, exactly. Hey, you guys, I authentic. And more, you said it. You got he's authentic. That's why that's why he won't change. Not only does he not need to, but he's authentic. 
He's real. Genuine. Yo, 100%. I'm keeping you all on the line. Uh, We are about to take a call from uh, Josh Bernstein. Uh, I'm going to get him on right now. Josh Bernstein. Hey, guys. Uh, This is Josh Bernstein, correct? Hello? Hello? Josh Josh, Bernstein, you there? Yep, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so everybody, Josh Bernstein has a great has a, a hit TV show. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, Roku, uh, a lot of different online platforms. He's inter- he's interviewed huge guests like Milo Yiannopoulos, a lot of different people from the Trump administration, a lot of people on Fox News. I mean, he he's done a lot of different things. Very popular guy in in the media right now. Uh, a very well known uh, uh, conservative patriot. So we are very pleased to have him on the air. Well, great to be on How the program. Um, good, good. What, what, what's uh, the topic we're talking about? So, Josh, we were just talking about a, a bunch of different things, man. Um, one of the things that really was uh, irritating us, and I know you and I talked earlier uh, about the Jeff Sessions uh, thing, and you had a lot of input you wanted to talk give on Jeff Sessions and some, uh, you know, some thoughts on that. I mean, it, it, it's theory, yeah. it, it, it's so aggravating that all the evidence is right it there is. in front of Jeff Sessions, and he's not doing shit. He's not doing anything. Well, here, here's the thing. About a week and a half ago, um, I put out a show in which I talked about Attorney General Sessions and the fact that he was on Fox News, and he said at the time that he appointed somebody to um, look into – the FISA court abuses. And uh, at the time, he said that he was not going to disclose who that person was. He said that they're from outside of Washington, but then in the exact same breath, not even the same sentence, the same breath, he said, but they have a lot of experience at the Department of Justice. So I don't understand it can be from outside Washington, but yet also have all the experience at the Department of Justice. So I was <laughs> yeah. I did a video on that, and uh, it turns out that he's not going to appoint a special counsel, at least at this time, which is ridiculous. But it turns out that the guy who he wouldn't disclose who he's appointing from outside Washington turns out to be none other than John Huber. John Huber is the former district attorney for the state of Utah. And guess what? Yep. He was appointed right Obama. by Barack Obama. No. He was appointed in 2015 by Barack Obama. Now, here's where it gets even worse. When Trump came in, he immediately asked for this guy, because he was an Obama holdover, to be to uh, have his uh, resignation, right? He called for his resignation. The guy gave his resignation in May of 2017. In June of 2017, he, he ended up um, having him hire – he hired him. He actually – Hired him and brought him back, not Trump. Attorney General Sessions did. And then when he did that, he's now been reappointed for four years. So think about this for one second. We're going to have someone, a former administration and the deep state, investigating FISA court allegations and abuses from the previous administration (laughs) served in the administration. That is absolutely reprehensible in my opinion it just goes to show you that attorney general session 
is either compromised, covered, state budget. Yeah, that is um, totally, totally backwards to go. There's it no is. way he can continue serving as attorney general. I mean, he has to go. That is absurd. I mean, look, 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 that is insane. Jeff Sessions needs to go. I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting. And, you know, now he's appointing Obama, uh, Obama holdovers to look into FISA abuses against Trump. It's all connected. The deep state. Are you look, Jeff Sessions? It's just it pisses me off because. I know Trump is frustrated with him, but I also know, like I said before, that you know when everyone took Trump as a joke, Jeff Sessions is the one that uh, endorsed him, and he was the only one at that time. So I think, I know. again, I, I know, I know, I said this before that Trump has the a biggest soft mistake he's ever made. I, I agree, but I also think Trump is. I think Trump will fire him soon because now it's getting to the point where, hey, loyalty is great and all, but now it's like. Now you're either part of the deep state or you were just so incompetent it's it's beyond words. He's got to go. Exactly. And Josh, exactly. Josh, you know, I, I agree. I mean, look and think about this, guys. Here's a reliable conservative vote in the Senate from Alabama for years. And what did he do? He upended that, and we allowed Doug Jones to take that spot. And I hate to say it, but if they ever did win the Senate. The fact that Jeff Sessions is no longer there, that could be the catalyst to an impeachment proceedings in the future. Impeachment, yep. One of the worst mistakes Trump has made was getting rid of Sessions out of the Senate. Yeah. And and and, and Josh, Josh, here's my here's my frustration, Josh, is the fact that um, you know, I mean. You know what? And and, and Mike, you made a great point. You know, and, and we all know that. You know, we all know Trump is frustrated with Sessions and, and the whole loyalty thing. And I mean, I, I get that, but it only the loyalty thing only goes so far. I mean, and Trump, right. I, I talked about this earlier in the show. You know, Trump is known to fire people that don't do their job. Simply, I mean, right. he, he's he's clean. He's cleaning house. We've been seeing that, but for some reason. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Sessions is the biggest problem ever in that whole administration, in my opinion. I mean, and this is in the fact that he's still around. Uh, you know, it, it, it's very, it's very scary, and I can't fathom it properly. And I've, I've always said, I, I want Rudy Giuliani in there because Rudy Giuliani would shit, would shit down people's necks. And he would take care of the job. And he's a tough New Yorker like Trump. We need those sort of personalities. And I, I, if Trump, if Trump is, you know, if Trump is, if, if Trump is, is going to do is smart. I mean, obviously he's smart. He's brilliant. But if Trump is thinking right, that's the kind of guy he would appoint to Attorney General. The best AG that could possibly be appointed, without a doubt, is none other than Janine Pirro. There is nobody more anti-Clinton and nobody I'd more love ferocious. Her. I'd love her. Nobody more yeah. ferocious than Janine Pirro. She'd be the best yeah. attorney general ever. She would be the yes. only one that would be better than Giuliani. Yeah, I totally agree. She would be the best choice out there. I, I oh would love God. that. I <laughs> Josh, you still there? Yeah, what's up? I didn't hear what you said. 
Okay, so oh no, I uh, I was um, I was saying, you know what 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 is your thoughts with this whole, um, you know, j- just you know with 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 what's going on with, I mean you know you, you see all this stuff with Andrew McCabe, and you know you see all these different things with Rosenstein, and you see all of. I mean, you see all these people, you know, so close yeah. together, and Comey and all these people so close together, and they're so. I mean, it's like they're all in bed together, man. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. so. And I know, I believe Trump knows this. Trump sees this sort of thing, but and you know, and same with Sessions. He's in bed with the deep state, but the the fact that Trump right. has not fired him, you know. Yeah, I just I don't and Rose and Ro- well, the fact that Rosenstein still has a job, I, I, what's that it's about? Amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, the no, there's no question about it. Yeah. yeah, there's no question about it. And look, the the uh, Inspector General's report, uh, Horowitz, is supposed to come out any day now, any week now. Who knows when it's going to come out? But it should be soon. I was talking about that and, earlier. Uh, yeah, and there should be some heads that should roll from that because you guys need to understand that the Peter the Peter um, Stroke and Lisa Page um, communications, the text messages, those were found by the IG, the Inspector General's investigation. That's where they came from, which is one of the reasons why they had to fire Peter Stroke because of those text messages. So just know that just from that alone shows you that there is a depth to that in, to that investigation that hopefully is going to come out. Now, does that mean that people are going to be indicted and all that? I, I don't know. I mean, you you know, we have a very entrenched, uh, you know, deep state and intelligence community that is going to cover for one another continuously. So, I mean, it's anybody's guess whether that happens. But I will say this: if they start you know, nabbing some of these people and holding these people accountable, you'll see not only the Republicans hold the House and the Senate, but they'll be clear on to his reelection campaign. The American people voted to get rid of the cronyism, to get rid of the, you know, the the power hungry uh, swamp and the politicians. And we still have been waiting for that. And if he starts building the wall and start arresting and indicting some of these people, then uh, I think things are going to turn in a big way. But if he doesn't, and he just allows Jeff Sessions to continue to linger on and waste space, then you know we're going to be in trouble in the midterms. I mean, you got to understand, 218 is the magic number. We're at 236 right now. The Democrats are at 294. That's about 25 seats away. And uh, right. so you know, it's certainly within striking distance for them. Well, and, Roy, and from Roy, what I'm reading, you know, I follow the polls very well, and, and I'm always, you know, looking at different, um, you know, reports of polls that are coming out for the midterms because, you know, they're doing some early um, conducting. Um, and there's a lot of Republican momentum. I, I the, You know, the majority of, uh, of people running in the midterms, um, you know, the majority – yeah, the Republicans have the favorability as of now. I mean, they're, they're the ones in the hot seat from the realistic, honest polls that I'm reading. But I, I, and I strongly believe, I, just, just from, you know, a logical standpoint and just from the reality 
I can't see the American people going blue. I just can't see it. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. I, I actually see the opposite. Uh, and, again, I, I don't look at that from an emotional standpoint. I look at that from a st- statistical standpoint and a historical standpoint. Typically, the the um, the people that are in power typically in, in the first midterm lose a lot of seats because the con- you know the country just kind of changes and you can look at history for that you know the statistics of that however here's the other part of this the other part of this is the fact that you have this new youth movement with this Hitler youth and David uh, Hogg who <laughs> believe it or not has a lot of power uh, I hate to yeah. say it I mean he may be 17 yeah. 18 years old but little, he's getting the youth of America I mean, you have to understand that March for Our Guns rally was nothing more than a Democratic voter registration drive on steroids. Every single person was registering people to vote. So, you know, you put all that together, the youth typically don't come out in midterm elections. However, the amount of uh, viciousness and the organization and, you know, the motivation by the left – to say we can't believe that we allowed Trump to win this thing, they're going to do everything they can. And you also have to understand there's going to be a margin of voter fraud, as there is in every election, of anywhere between right. five and seven points. So if it's close, the Democrats going to win. I mean, look what happened with Connor Lamb. The, the vote was close. No doubt there was illegal voting going on. And when there's a close vote like that, the Democrat always wins. Same thing that happened in 2006 with Norm Coleman and uh, and Al Franken. When it was really, really close, yeah. a nail-biter, that's what happened. So we haven't won a close, close election uh, probably since Gore and Bush. I want right. to speak on that real quick, and then, I'll let, and then I'll let Mike and Steve respond. But I do want to respond sure. to you real quick, Josh, yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, and I get and I get what you're saying. You're right about the history, absolutely. That you know, when a when a uh, president uh, you know comes in, uh, you know, when the midterms follow, uh, usually it's the opposite party that gets the advantage in the midterms. However, Donald Trump is a, is a, is a candidate that we've never seen in in history, uh, in terms of some of the miraculous, uh, you know, things that he's achieved and accomplished. Mm-hmm. Within one within one year, I mean, within within one year, mm-hmm. he's done more than any president, I think, in history. If you look at everything he's done, no president I don't think has ever worked as hard. Um, it's, right, it's but we also have a media that is doing everything they can to hide that from the American electorate. We have never seen but, the vitriol and hatred towards a sitting right. president as we've ever seen in history. So the question remains. Will there be enough people that are not brainwashed and are smart and can realize that they have more money in, right. their, in their paychecks and things are doing better, or are they going to listen to CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and NBC and all the other left-wing news outlets that are saying that we're doing terrible, the economy is crashing, the stock market is going under, we're going to be at war with North Korea, we need you to put us back in control? That's the question. Well, here- well, Josh, Josh, and I want, I want, I want to continue real quick. So, 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 with what I said about Donald Trump, you know, being this, mm-hmm. you know, out, outsider that everybody, you know, digged and, and voted for and, and loves. I mean, majority of America voted for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and 
you know, we saw all the fake news for the longest time. His entire campaign uh, during, you know, before the election was, was smearing him, trying to take him down. And they couldn't. I mean, he, he was like this guy that was bulletproof and invincible. So what, what, what I'm, 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 you know, what I'm getting at is the momentum with Trump and, and all of the amazing things that right. he's done. You have these senators well, in these different states that Trump uh-huh. is going to be endorsing, and that's going to bring out all of the Trump crowd. And that's going to bring out, you know, all of, I mean, the people that are enthused by the well, mega agenda. However, I do understand, but, you know, the Roy Moore loss, but I still think there was a lot of illegal voting and things oh, there, that were there about was. that election. There, there was people yes, being busted Moore- from Mississippi and Georgia to vote. There's yes. no question about it. But let me let me touch yes. on this, okay? I do yes. believe yes. that there's one thing that President Trump can do that would guarantee victory in the midterms. And all he has to yes. do is take a page out of the Democratic Party's playbook and do what they do, be a victim. All he has to do, if I was advising the president, I would literally tell him, look, we're at that point right now in your presidency before the midterms where nothing major is going to happen. There's not going to be any major legislation. Too many people are getting close to the midterms, so nothing's going to be done. So what I would tell the president is get the hell out of Washington and go to Ohio and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and you know and Missouri and Colorado and Nevada and I would just do rally after rally after rally and I would explain to them if you want to continue to make America great again talk about all the accomplishments yes. that he's done say you need to get out there and vote otherwise I'm going to serve 2 years because they're going to impeach me I didn't do anything wrong there's nothing I've done wrong, but it doesn't matter because they hate me and they hate the kind of change that I'm bringing to Washington. So if you want me to continue to make America great again, you need to go out there and vote. And if he does that for the next six months, I'm talking city after city after city. Just get out there and bypass yeah. the media and go to the people. He will, Not only will we win, but we'll win a huge majority in the House and probably an extra seven to nine more Senate seats. But – Will he I do agree. that, and are his handlers telling him? That's the question. But, and and here, here's here's a quick thing I want to talk. I want to touch on. Look at look at all the states that he flipped though from blue to red, and look at the way he campaigned. He sometimes, you know, during his campaign, he'd go to three or four cities a day and start speaking. Yeah. If he does that same, if he does that same sort of thing. I agree mm-hmm. with you. The Republicans are going to annihilate. There's the nobody Democrats. better on the campaign trail in the history of the United States than Donald Trump. You know, they may have it's said so that true. he was a novice and he didn't have a lot of political, you know, experience. And I, I mean, Media. nobody, nobody. There's nobody that's better in front of a crowd. I mean, forty, fifty thousand people screaming on a Tuesday in Maine. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> the guy had a special ability to engage people, excite people. And you know what's funny about it? He said the same damn thing every single place he went, and the people knew they were going to hear the same speech, but they didn't care because it was the, the, you know, the magnetism of him and his personality that was able to carry yeah. through. Yeah, um, and, and we've, never, we've never seen crowds anywhere never. near the size never. ever. I mean, it's not even close. For any Paul, anybody ever running for president or or any president or any politician, 
Never. I mean, right. I, I, Trump, I mean, you know, you, you compare Trump. You know that he, beat, he broke records. He broke yeah. records of Elton John, Billy Joel, Rush, Steely yeah. Dan, Barbara yeah. Streisand. I mean, we're talking major, major artists. He broke their records for most yeah. people in some of the arenas that he was in around the country. That's incredible. Well, yeah. I, Rory, let me just touch on that real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah you go ahead, Mike. All right, so my thing is I, I agree with what Josh is saying, and I, and I understand. But there's a few reasons, however, I, I think Trump um, – I think the Republicans will win the midterms. Now, first, I agree. If Trump goes out there and busts his ass and tells him, look, if you want to make America great again, you got to help me out. I also think it's up to us. I mean, look, the fact yep. is when your president wins, the guy you voted for – the not the majority, but a lot of people get lazy. They say, "Oh, well, Complacent. my guy won. Yep, my guy won. So you know, we're good." It's up mm-hmm. to us. If all of us go out there in droves and keep pushing and fighting against the media, we have to look. We have to re-energize and mobilize and get out the vote. Because at the end of the day, yes, when you see those pictures at the March for Our Lives and these liberals running around like zombies, you say, "Wow, that's a lot of people." But look, mm-hmm. I guarantee you not all of them are going to vote. And half of them, look, they're not all going to vote. It is worrisome. I'm not saying it's not worrisome. But it's right. also up to his base. The base has to get out. We can't get lazy and complacent. Now, another thing, the Democrats have nothing to run on. What are they going to say? Hey, do you like the tax cuts? Well, I mean, we didn't vote right. for them, not one of us. But, hey, do you like them? They have no message. They have no candidates. They have nothing. Uh-huh. They have Stormy Daniels and David Hogg. Now, the whole kid thing with the, you know, the young voters, it is worrisome. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to be as much energy um, a couple months from now as there is now. There's a ton of energy right now on their side. But I think people just have to wake up and just get out, man. If we go out and vote for Trump like we did in the election and vote for people that support him and will push his agenda, yeah. I think we will win. I think we will win the midterms. It's not going to be easy. It literally is going to have, be all hands on deck, but, but the Democrats have nothing to run on. What are they going to run on, Stormy Daniels? They have nothing. So I think right. that's a big, big positive Trump has. Uh, however, it, it is worrisome, like I said, with, with all these kids running around threatening the NRA, boycotting Laura Ingram. But I don't think there's going to be that much energy three, four, four months from now. If there is, it's going to be tough. But if there isn't, I think we, I think we can get it. I think well, Trump will let me, let me say this paint. before we get going. Um, there's a race that's going to be at the end of this month in, uh, in April in Arizona, and it's to replace Trent Franks. Uh, in uh, CD8 here in Arizona. Now, just to give you an idea, Sun City, Sun City West in Arizona is heavily seniors and heavily red. Uh, Very, very, very conservative. Debbie Lesko is a former state senator. Um, She won the nomination, and she's going up against an Indian physician lady in her 30s with no political experience. Now, they had a debate recently And the Indian lady said that uh, she agreed with Nancy Pelosi on the fact that the tax cuts were crumbs. And she also said that uh, she believes in single-payer health care. Now, this district, as I said, is extremely, and I mean extremely, conservative. 
and Debbie Lesko should win this seat anywhere between, I'd say, 8 and 14 points, okay? However, if she somehow loses or if this is a nail-biter, then that's going to tell you a lot that not only is there a blue wave possibly coming, but it could be a blue tsunami. Now, if she does what she's supposed to do, which is win this seat by 10 to 12 points, then I would say we're probably in good shape. But keep an eye on CD8 at the end of this month in April. Debbie Lesko is the, should be the next congresswoman in Arizona's uh, District 8. Great, great point. Yeah. And I also want to say um, another thing. Look, Trump must help the uh, people that are pushing for, for his agenda, okay? So he has to go out there and campaign. I totally agree with that. But they also have yeah. to be good campaigners. You know, they can't be boring, you know, you know, typical Republicans. So another thing is right. to make sure that guy in Pennsylvania right was a horrible candidate, like Rich by the Chacombe. way. Rich Chacombe was terrible. Horrible. Train wreck. Horrible candidate. Train wreck. It's and like boring and just no, boring, no personality, couldn't resonate with voters. I mean, you just didn't have Can you right. imagine if Trump didn't endorse him? If Trump didn't endorse him, he would have got wrecked. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole rally was basically Trump, 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 and then five minutes, hey, vote for me. Okay, get out of here. Back <laughs> to Trump. That's what the rally was. Literally, I watched the whole thing, and that's what it was. It was like, Rick Absolutely. who? What? What are you talking about? Get out yeah. of here. You know, introduce <laughs> yourself real quick. All right, get away from the mic. It's my turn. <laughs> now go sit down. Now, now I just way, want to give like a – oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Rory. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to give a small example. I mean, you know, this is just a small example of, of many things I've seen with the way Trump supporters are, are, are reacting, you know, to, to, with, with all this amazing positivity and ratings. I mean, you look at the show Roseanne the other night with the opening, oh, and as you know, Roseanne tremendous. is running on a, a pro-Trump. Uh, the show's pro-Trump yeah. in, in the show. It's, you know, they, they show, you know, how it, it, it got – more ratings than any show uh, by far, 18.2 million viewers. The closest opening rating, I think, for ABC, they said was Will and Grace, and that was only at, like, 10 million. Right. right. So well, you to show you that the American people are starving to death for pro-America right. – pro-conservative, yeah. pro-Trump messaging right. in TV shows. Right. And it just and, goes to show you that maybe, just maybe, and I'm not saying that all of Hollywood is going to change, but maybe we'll start right. to see some cracks because, believe it or not, they want the money before the ideology, some of them, not all of them. And so they might say, wow, look at the ratings on this. It's a pro-Trump show. Maybe we'll do another one like that, you know, and right. maybe it'll start yeah. to crack a little bit. I don't expect it to completely change. Because, you know, they're hell-bent on being communists. But maybe a little bit will change. And you know, guys, this is Mike from, this is, yeah, Mike from ahead, New Mike. York. Uh, yeah, yeah. One thing that I, I've noticed, that because uh, I'm, I'm diehard Trump, and uh, even oh, though too. I'm up here in, in New York. But I'll tell you what, I, I, I see a different attitude among the Republican and the conservatives, the Trump supporters, depending on where they are, where they're from. So if you take a conservative, I've known two people that are active with the Republican Party down in Manhattan. But because they're inundated with the liberal BS down there, the seeds have been planted. They don't even realize it. I listen to them speaking, and they don't even realize that they're parroting a lot of the talking points that the liberals have put up. Right. About, well, you know, uh, Trump this. Well, I could – what type of – and you're calling yourself a Republican, that you're a Trump supporter, but, but you're saying but? 
what what type of support is this? So in other words, right. you're, they've confused, the liberals have confused a lot of these people that were, were Trump supporters or could have been and get them sitting on the fence where they're not even sure themselves anymore. And I right. see that from exactly. whereas you take somebody from upstate, up in the boonies, somebody that's a hard worker or anything else, and there's no doubt about it. It's fucking Trump all the way. Because now you've got blood. You've got a dog in this, in this uh, race now. You've got a horse in this race where you got, your blood right. is on the line with it. I've got an investment in it. And when somebody says to me and they say, well, you know, there could be a blue wave. Bullshit, there will be. Because if there's a blue wave, I'll be out in the street. <laughs> because, I mean, I'll tell you what, my friend. I, I've been a gun collector for 50, over 50 years. I'm very active with the Second Amendment groups here mm-hmm. in New York. I've been, I've collected, I loan items to the history, everything from the History Channel to museums. Uh, it's a significant collection. I'm not in it for yeah. the ideals and, and all sorts of, well, wouldn't it be nice if, and some of these low level programs where I could take it or leave it, and if I lose, oh, well, let's go to dinner. No. Yeah. Because my life, well, look, my I, beliefs I and everything, they're on the, they're on the line to, with this. You need to understand, though, here's the thing. I, I'm diehard Trump, man. I, I support Trump 100%. But you need to understand that I'm a paid political analyst. This is what I do for a living. I actually get paid to be a political analyst and commentator, and I've got to be right. If I'm wrong, you know, my career is not going to be there that long. So, again, I have to look at it from not a pessimistic standpoint, but from a historical and statistical standpoint. I believe that there are a lot of things that can happen from now until the midterms that could turn this thing around in Trump's favor. I still think more than likely we're going to hold the Senate. I'm not sure on the House yet, but here's the thing. The more they push this anti-gun agenda, I would agree with you that it's going to backfire and that it's going to uh, re-energize the base. They're going to solidify it. They're going to come out and say, oh my God, my Second Amendment is under fire. I'm going out there and voting. So in some respects, David Hogg is the best motivator for the base that might have been complacent and asleep. Right. And speaking of David Hogg, well, I think, I, I think misunderstanding, just the same, same thing the liberals, liberals have done was they brushed aside, they misunderstood the amount of anger. They didn't count on the amount of anger that's out there. And all of their polls and everything didn't mirror, didn't show any of the anger right. that's out there with Ma right. and Pa Kettle. And that's a big thing to, to, you know, to brush aside. That's a huge mistake, and that anger is still mm-hmm. out there. I mean, I, I do little tests. Even It's like a game that I play. Even when I'm cashing out at the market, and I don't know anybody. You're waiting in line to cash out. And, you know, you look at the terminal for the credit card, and I'll have people waiting behind me, waiting for me to cash out. And, and I, I do it again and again and again during the election. I, I look at the terminal, shocked, and I'd say, vote Hillary. I had one old woman push me aside and say, bullshit, let me see that. And it opened up the dialogue. It opened up the dialogue with people that we don't even know each other, but we all started talking. Uh In the time that I did that, I had one liberal got upset, left everything he had on the conveyor belt, walked out. Because he was outnumbered, and he heard all of us going off on it. So it it opened up the conversation, and it it vented some of that anger that's out there that people, you know, we don't speak to each other, but that anger is there. And that anger is still out there. Listen, guys, uh... Guys, I got I got to run, but uh, again, it was a pleasure being on. Folks uh, that are oh, yeah. listening, remember um, you can go to amac.us, call toll free eight 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 two six two two zero zero six. Again, eight 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 two six two two zero zero six. I'm their national spokesman. 
we are the conservative alternative to groups out there like AARP. And if you'd like to check us out and get a free membership, just contact that number. Go to amac.us and uh, tell them that uh, you heard Josh Bernstein talking about AMAC, and uh, we'll give you a free membership. Again, it's 888-262-2006. And if you want to learn more about me, you can read my Wikipedia. You can download my free app on Android or iPhone. You can go to Amazon and check out the TV show, or you can go to YouTube or anywhere else as well. Okay? Right on. Absolutely. And, Josh, um, All right, you know, Josh. man, we really appreciate you having you on. Thank you sure. for this. No um, problem. You My know, pleasure. Real, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll have you back on. Okay. Take care. All right. Take care, Josh. Seeing everybody. Always great having him on. Um, always a pleasure. Smart guy. Uh, very smart guy. So, Mike, you know, I – you know what? You know I want to. I want to talk to you about this. Is um, and here and here's the thing. I want to talk to. Uh, what's bothering me is here. I want. I want. You know what? I want to play. Actually, I'm. I, I don't want to play this clip right now. But um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now there's nearly 400 sheriffs that are demanding Congress. To get rid of criminal law, to get rid of sanctuary cities, uh, and demanding immigration reform, uh, and these are sheriffs all over the country. And now, uh, you know, a separate issue: there are several uh, communities in California uh, legislation, and um, you know, especially in Orange County, that are demanding uh, the, to get rid of illegals out of their place and now, and now Huntington Beach is doing it in California. I mean California, certain cities uh, you know, are demanding that. And as well as what I said earlier, you know, you got four hundred sheriffs from all over the country demanding uh, to get rid of this. I mean look at the massive crime it's caused. Well look, the four hundred sheriffs that are basically they're basically uh they have endorsed Trump's wall and they want to sanctuary cities defunded now this helps trump massively okay these are sheriffs these are people that deal with illegal aliens on a daily basis california is literally invaded by illegal aliens i think the number in los angeles los angeles alone 80 percent of illegal aliens in los angeles are on some sort of welfare i mean this is this is lunacy. This is not what America is supposed to be. So these sheriffs, you know, all these police officers and everything, they have to deal with these illegal aliens that are driving with no license. They have to yeah. deal with these illegal aliens that have killed American citizens, like Kate Steinman yeah. in California, who was killed by a yeah. five-time deported illegal with seven prior felonies, okay? So we have a serious problem with illegal immigration, Thankfully, uh, President Trump, without the wall uh, completed, has cut illegal immigration at the southern border by 76 percent. Now, that's a fact. So right now what you have is they're not coming in because Trump has put more border agents, but we still have them here. Now, Trump is focused right now on deporting the criminals first, like the bad, bad, bad dudes. Yeah. You know, the MS-13, he has eviscerated them. But with this endorsement from these 400 sheriffs, it really helps Trump push that agenda, that part of his agenda. 
it's it's basically the sheriffs asking for help. You know, they are dealing with all this. You know, we just talk about it. You know, we know people. I know people who have lost jobs because of illegals. They get paid less. I know people have yeah. been hit um, by a, a car by a drunk driver who was an illegal alien and drove off. Okay, the police have to deal with this. So when the sheriffs are saying they demand a wall and they want sanctuary yeah. cities defunded, this only helps Trump's agenda. So all these yeah. rhinos in Congress better start listening to the sheriffs, okay? It's not just Trump now. Now it's the actual people on the ground that are saying, look, we got a real problem with illegal aliens and sanctuary cities. We need the wall, and we need to stop funding sanctuary cities, which basically allow illegal aliens to get pulled over by police, and police say, okay, go on, go get out of here, you're okay, and they don't arrest them. I mean, these are criminal illegal aliens. So, and it's, so it's not only that. You want to hear something even? You want to hear something even crazier? Is sure. The large, like this is this is kind of off topic, but it's it's with the it has to do with the illegals. Is the largest Texas county uh, released a report today? They are withholding non-citizen voting records. So not only are these criminals breaking laws, and well, obviously illegal voting is breaking the law, but not only are they causing ruckus in these communities. These fuckers are voting too. I mean, we we got so much, so much corruption. It's ridiculous. Well, think about this. Think about this. As an American citizen, yeah. what? Yeah. I don't care if you're a Democrat. Okay, I think you're yeah. crazy. But are, is a Democrat yeah. really going to tell me that they don't care that an illegal alien is is canceling out the vote of an American citizen? I mean, this is our country. Okay, people need to understand this. They say, oh, what's Trump's wall going to do? Not only is it a physical um, wall, a defense object, okay, a mechanism to prevent people from coming in, but there's two other things that the wall accomplishes. One, the wall will be around for many, many years, okay? Even when Trump's on, that wall, that big, beautiful wall will still be there, okay? And the other thing is it's very important for people to understand. The wall is not only a defense mechanism, it is also a symbol, okay? It's a symbol. This is ours. This is our country. You can no longer just walk toward it yep. 10 months later and sneak back in. Yep. No more. This is our country. Yep. And I am so sick of hearing these stories of illegal aliens raping our, our citizens, murdering our citizens. Yep. Just a couple months ago, an illegal alien in California shot and killed two police officers, okay? At the court hearing, he was laughing, saying he'll break out and do it again. These are the kinds of people that are in our country. These are the kinds of people, illegal aliens roaming our streets, milking our system on welfare, driving with no licenses, not even attempting to speak English, and, and canceling out our votes on the right. This is not acceptable. So the problem no. right now is the illegals that are here. They're not coming in right now because Trump has cut that drastically. Hey, Roy, am I still on? Steve from Arizona. Yeah, you're on, Steve. Go, yes, Steve, go ahead. go ahead. Do you mind if I comment on this subject? Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. I want you to. About six months ago, I commented to some friends, and I, I told them specifically, there's one person that could derail the Trump agenda. And it was a day after I watched Jeff Sessions very closely on TV, and I looked into those beady eyes, and I saw something. Mr. Magoo. I, 
I saw something I didn't like. No, it was something different. There was fear. There was something wrong with his eyes. And that's when I started telling people. It was over six months ago. I said, listen, I don't trust Sessions anymore. Now, let's talk about law and order. Ran as the law and order candidate. Correct? We all agree on that, right? Correct. Yes. Since then, since those six months, not only has this whole Mueller probe been a disaster with plenty of uh, conflicts of interest for Rosenstein to have been fired a long time ago, people to be yeah. indicted, but this is what else is going on. Oakland Mayor Gibby Schaff, she's notifying criminals. Now, let's not talk about illegal aliens. Known criminals oh, yeah. with records. She's aiding and abetting. She's committing a crime. Jeff Sessions does nothing. We've got sanctuary no. states and sanctuary cities exploding everywhere. We've got we've got Chicago giving out uh, IDs. We got people now in Arizona here uh, giving them driver's license. Are you sharing seeing where I'm going with this? This is the right. type of voter fraud preparation that could derail the entire Trump agenda. Voter fraud on a scale we've never seen before, and it's unfolding yep. right now. Yep. Jeff Sessions is doing stupid shit like suing California, and everyone a few weeks ago was, yay, he's suing California, and I'm the screaming at The law is not going to go anywhere for that, years. That's not, what, what, are you going to wrap it up in litigation for another three years? That doesn't do anything. Exactly. Right. He's perpetuating this voter fraud. I'm telling you. He is a sellout. He's telling you. Oh, there's no, we're going to see. No listen, if, this, yep. if something doesn't happen in the next next few months, we're going to see voter fraud have an epidemic level that is going to derail these midterms. You watch. Sessions has got to go, man. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. And, you know, I, I absolutely agree. I want to get I – I have a few more important topics. We have about eight minutes left, but I have a few more important topics I want to go over real quick. Um, here, and here's something I want to say. Like, Trump signed a permanent ban today on the use of taxpayer funds for paintings of executive branch officials and members of Congress. Basically what that means is all of these people working in D.C. and working under especially the Obama administration – we're buying fancy paintings and buying uh, stuff to hang up in their office under taxpayers' dimes. So just some, just something as as something like this, I mean, it saves taxpayers so much damn money, and it just goes to show. I mean, I know this is a very small topic. I'm not going to spend much time on it, but it just goes to show what Washington wastes our money on, our taxpayer money on. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. I mean, I mean, we're paying for senators and former presidents to have nice paintings in their offices and the Oval Office. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is another reason Not why Not just Trump the Oval Office. We're talking anybody in these administrations, but in the Obama administration, uh, most, a lot of people that worked for him abused that privilege, which is why Trump signed this thing into, into effect today, which bans anybody from using taxpayer dollars for, these, for this shit. <laughs> It, it seems like such a small topic, but it's actually really important. It shows you where Donald yeah. Trump stands. He does not like right. he does not like the taxpayer paying for this sort of trash because that's what it is. It's trash, 
and it should have yeah. been uh, done a long time ago. But Trump got a hold of it, and he did the right thing. Right. And you guys want to hear something really – I mean, this is really big, what I'm about to say. The Like, Amazon's value slipped by 53, $53 billion, with a B. Uh, it slipped in their, net, in their net worth after Trump called them out for taxes the other day, and he's taken them on because we all know Amazon has been paying little to no taxes, and they've been getting around the system, but Jeff Bezos – for a long time, and now he's holding them accountable. He's NWO, man. Just like Google, just like Zuckerberg. NWO, sellouts. Yep. I mean, that's amazing. He's going after the biggest company in the the world, perhaps, and and going after them. I love it. Trump has giant brass balls. What he's doing (laughs) is going after the New World Order, push for global socialism. That's what he's doing, and he's just doing it in his own unique way. You're talking right about on. Bezos. Yeah, I mean, but so the Bezos fact that he's going to the Washington. He also wants They're the globalists, Washington man. Post. They're all globalists. They're getting filthy rich of, of globalism. They're pushing the socialist agenda. Look at, the, look well, at Facebook lately. Yeah. Have you guys seen the, the censoring that's been going on on Facebook with conservative posts? It's insane. Oh, so bad. Yeah, and you, you've, so got bad. To, you've got to hear this, Steve. Facebook, there's reports out today. Facebook is getting sued left and right by their shareholders, by uh, all these different corporations for a lot of money, and Zuckerberg's net worth went down about $7 billion with a B. I mean, there's yeah. some struggles at Facebook right now. Well, not his net worth, but the stock holdings. Stock holdings. No, his net worth went down. His personal net worth went down like $7 billion. Oh, I did not know that, no. Yeah, and and Facebook, no good, and Facebook, and listen, Facebook lost over sixty-six zero billion in market value over the past two days. Good. They need a think slap. about that. Jesus Christ! They need a big slap. <laughs> I mean that that's a, that that is a lot big of a loss. Sixty billion. I mean that's fucked. I mean it, all all this stuff is coming back to fire, uh, backfire on the left wing. I mean the left the, these corporate. I and all and you we all know the boycott Facebook thing is going on right now. I mean people are pissed, and they should be. Facebook is openly oh, censoring conservative uh, speech. Absolutely, I mean, this is communism. This is communism. They're picking and choosing oh, what posts to. To share with your audience, absolutely. That is and, that, and, the balls on them to do that is just—it's just scary. Hey, and, and listen to this: a new report came out today. Obamacare program meant to save uh, money cost the government uh, three hundred and eighty-four million dollars. Three hundred and eighty-four million. Disgusting. Holy shit. Disgusting. Obamacare is a disgusting program, I tell you. Part of that health care control mechanism to create a social state, socialist state we talked about and rules for radicals. That's what Obamacare was. That's why that mandate was uh, Im- implemented in the first place. You control health care, you control the people. It's one of the, one of the levels of control 
and the agenda of socialism and communism. We all know that. That's what Obamacare was oh, about. Absolutely, 100%. And before I go, I got one minute left. I want you guys to let you hear this. Los Angeles Rams, the NFL football team, become, becomes the first NFL team to hire a male cheerleader. I mean, this is and it, I mean, typical out of California. But this, I mean, this isn't going to help the NFL. This is going to piss fans off. Uh, we're going to, me and my people, we're going to boycott this year, too. We boycotted all year last year. We're going to do it this year, too. It's a joke. I love we're it. Not going to I love it. it. I got, 40, I got 45 hey, seconds, hey, but I got to let you guys boycott, go in a second. Boycott all the companies that are, uh, are, are pulling their ads from Laura Ingram show, yep. from that little David Hogg yep. brat. Hey, you guys, I want to thank you all for coming on. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Steve. Uh, and thank you, Josh Bernstein. We will be back on um, Sunday night. Thank you. Awesome. Thank all you, right, Roy. Guys, God bless. Thanks, brother. Good night. Good night, Steve. I want to I thank all my audience for listening to the Rory Sauter Show. God bless you all. Have a great weekend. Have a great night. We'll see you Sunday. Cheers, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.